Hi everyone and welcome to the Run All the Races podcast. This is Perfectly Goofy Gail here to tell you about the last race of the 2016 Princess Half Marathon weekend. Joining me as always is delightfully dopey Kimberly. Hi everyone! Uh, Photobomb Becca. Hi! And our brand new addition to the podcast, Callie Kylie. And I can tell you we are so excited to have her here. She has promised to bring some organization to the hot mess that is our podcast. So welcome Kylie! Hi guys, Yay. how's everybody today? <laughs> So, it's interesting to see, and when I was talking with, with the girls about everything, is that we have an interesting talk about the half. This is a half marathon. So, Kim actually has a lot of facts about just straight stuff. I think a lot of people ask, you know, can I do a half marathon and whatnot? So, I'm going to let Kim kind of roll into about a lot of really cool facts and important facts about the half. Well, the Princess Half Marathon has been around since 2009, and it is um, started out as the girls' race for Run Disney. And then it was joined by the Tinkerbell Half Marathon on the West Coast. So, this is the eighth year it has been running. Um, a few years ago, I believe it was about three years ago, they added to the 10K and the Half Marathon and came up with the Glass slipper challenge. So the half marathon is the second race of the half mar of the glass slipper challenge and it is the half marathon, which if you don't know, which I didn't know when I began running, is 13.1 miles, which is a long way, people. So um, one of the important things that we like to tell everyone, and I, I do say this as a, um, a, a marathon coach, is that you must train for that distance. You can wing a 5K. You can even wing a 10K. But when you get up past 8 miles, you do want to put in the training. And a good training plan will take about 3 to 4 months. Um, Run Disney is great because they have um, brought former Olympian uh, Jeff Galloway, who utilizes the run walk run method to um, Disney and um, they have all the training plans that you can download free of charge um, to anyone who would want to even begin training you don't have to be registered for a race he has downloadable race plans that incorporate um, novice intermediate and advanced people to not only run the half marathon distance but also all of the challenges going all the way up to Dopey. I feel that um, Princess is a great first half. Uh, it's a slower half. It's multiples, multiple women. It's, it's a fun half too. Um, but I know Gail feels that it's might not be your greatest first half. And Gail, tell me why, why you think that. So I, I love princess and the fact that it is women centric and that, you know, there is a lot of girl power. I think the challenge with princess is it's a very crowded race. Um, and if, you find that difficult to deal with or you're concerned about having a number of people around you, um, a lot of times that can be a little bit overwhelming. Um, the other thing to be aware of too is that there's portions of the race where it's tight and it gets crowded. Um, Cone Alley. Cone yeah, there's a couple, there's a couple instances of yes. places called Cone Alley. And, and it gets kind of suffocating too, and, and it might be a little overwhelming for those new runners that right. aren't used to this sort of like claustrophobic setting. Right, and you can get, and you can get stuck behind people, right? So you get really close and personal with a lot of folks. Right, so you want to make sure that, that you are um, training to maintain a 16-minute mile pace. Um, and if you're someone who's very close to that pace and you're in a corral where you're further back and you're behind people, 
um, training by yourself where you can consistently run and you can consistently keep that pace is very different than when you're in 30,000 people, right? Right. Um, so be aware um, and you know, if that's a concern with yours, it, it wouldn't be my choice as a first one. I love it. Don't get me wrong. But if you come in with the right attitude and you come in and you're ready to be positive and happy, um, it can make a huge difference. But be aware, there's a lot of people. So I use the Jeff Galloway run-walk method, and I'm uh, by far the slowest runner in the group, and I love to be a part of the group and love that everybody falls back with me. So we fell back today to my corral, which was H, and we did the 30-30. What I like to do at a princess race is I actually skip my intervals for, try to skip my intervals or prolong my intervals for like the first mile because it's very challenging to get out of the, the start with a 30-30. I like to try to do a 130 or a 130-30 to get through the crowds. There's a lot of people, and it works really well for me too because um, I know that I have to be careful about not going off too fast. Everybody's so excited. The fireworks, fireworks. are going off. Yes. But it's, it's a lot of fun. I love, um, I love my run-walk method. I love my, my Garmin watch that gives me my cues. And I love the fact that we all manage and I, this together. And I would say one of the important things to note is, um, you know, Rebecca's normal half marathon time is anywhere from like a 245 to a 250. Um, and so that's where we started. We started in the right corral this time, and it was a very big corral. There was a lot of people in our corral. So when you start out, there is a ton of people around you, and it can get crowded quickly. Okay, but I would like to also say as a, um, you know, a marathon coach, and I've been running and using Jeff Galloway's Run, Walk, Run method since 2010, um, and am coached by him as well, and coach marathon runners, that Jeff would not recommend um, skipping your run walk breaks as soon at as at all right. and as uh, once you start the starting line he would recommend that you um, stick start to them my, as stick to my right, right. And, as, and, you know, and the other thing to note is, is all of us here regardless of what our pace are run a lot of races every year mm -hmm. and we've been running for a number of years and so for us to say that we might skip an interval here or, or, or there it's because we know that we can do that and it's not going to negatively impact us later. We've had experience doing that in the past. Um, it's If this is your first race or this is your first race with intervals, stick to those intervals. It will be much more enjoyable for you and you will have a much better race. And I have a tip for you. If you are new to running and do the run, walk, run method, what you can do is as soon as your Jeff Galloway timer goes off, your boss timer, what you do is you can use the countdown method. It has a five um, second countdown and it beeps and it beeps really, really loud. And what you do is you raise your hand high up in the air and say I'm walking now and you move over to the left or to the right but not in the center and you do definitely never stop your tracks right in the middle because you really want to move over and allow the people to know that you are going to be walking and there's something too if you're a first-time happer or just a, a really new racer is that remember that there are thousands and thousands of people behind you be super courteous because Remember, there's somebody in front of you that might not be courtesy, courteous, and you may run right into them. So be very, very courteous, and that run-walk hand-up system is fantastic in any race, not just a Disney race. Yeah. I do it in almost all of my races, and I race almost every weekend, and it is a great, great tip. I do it when I train at home. My hand automatically <laughs> goes up. <laughs>
So the other thing to follow on your um, courteous, be also very forgiving. Yeah. So again, to have the whole race experience, don't hold the grudge. You know, we had a quick moment today where somebody was trying to say hello to us and literally, I'm sure I ran somebody off and, you know, we almost had collision course. I've had shoes come off in the middle of a race. Oh, you stepped on my... You stepped on the back of my shoe yeah, like absolutely. five times. Because and, you were walking fast enough for me. <laughs> my fast little legs had to make up the difference in the but walk. I didn't, this is a race where it's a lot of people's right. first time, so they're learning kind of the rules of the road. They're so learning again, what works. So again, be That's a very great tip. Well, but, I, but, I didn't, but I didn't turn around and say. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't turn around. Like, I was wearing my new yeah, balance. A nice, a nice princess is a happy princess. Exactly. <laughs> and this is princess weekend, so, you know, be a happy princess. So I think all of us are known in this world of running especially run Disney for our costumes and this half did not disappoint as far as costumes went and um, Gail I think you got to take this one of what our costume was and how why we picked it right so we get a lot of questions of how do you come up with the ideas how do you put everything together um, not everything comes quickly not everything comes really far in advance of a race um, this one came a little bit later um, one of the things to take into consideration if you're a new costumer is consider your personality, right? So we looked at who was running with us this weekend. We're all very athletic people. Um, it's something that we really like. We're not very girly. We're not very princessy. And so um, I am very girly. Well, I, I am very princessy. You got outnumbered on this race, so that's how mm. it works. But so what we wanted to but you also love a cheerleader, so it was yes. fine. So, I think that's girly and princessy, though. Yeah, I'm pretty but, girly but, when but I not rough, I guess not ruffly and tiara. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, okay. That's true. I'm not either. Right. So um, what we ended up doing was we looked at um, some of the costume items that we had from the past, and we were looking at kind of potentially saving some money because we've had two other Run Disney race weekends uh, this year so far. We looked, and we pulled out what princess stuff we had. So it turned out we had a lot of princess wigs um, that we really hadn't, um, utilized, I don't think, to their, their fullest. And so we said, okay, we have all these princess wigs. What can we do? And so looking at our personalities, we decided, how about cheerleaders? And why don't we give an ode to run Disney? This will be really fun, and we can do a mashup. We didn't even think of it as a mashup in our mind. Somebody said that as they were running by us today. said, great mashup. And we were like, oh, I guess it really is a mashup. We were really just trying to use what we have. Um, so we were able to use the princess wigs that we had, and then we actually went online and searched cheerleader costumes, and, and, and Kylie, it was cheap, right? Yeah, I found, I found if you shop in their closeout sections, in their, um, their sales sections, you can get costumes ridiculously cheap, um, but you really have to search. I mean, I, I spent a lot of time hunting through, and I was very ill at the time, so, you know, you're in bed and you have a lot of time to, to search around on your <laughs> Oh, on good. Your I was phone worried you were doing that while you were supposed to be working. No, no, no. I was really ill at night. We so. all have jobs. We really yeah, do. we all have yeah. jobs, but, yeah, I was really ill, so I had a lot of time to search because I was in bed, but, I so mean. So this was like a $25 costume. Under. I would say probably. For having under. to buy new products, exactly. right? Exactly. So we had the wigs that we had prepaid for. Um, we had shoes that we had prepaid for. Well, we for. used our Run Disney shoes that were probably about two years Old. They right, were the, the Cinderella shoes. shoes. Right? Mm -hmm. So um, we utilized those. We ordered the costume pieces. We also have to give a shout out to a dear friend of ours who helped us out in a print uh, a pinch um, from Chase the Skirt. Right, Kylie? Yes, we love you, Katie. We're so excited that you did all of our printing. So everything that you guys seen across our chest and our wonderful little um, logo, our sparkle logo of the crown was all done by Chase the Skirt. If you guys are looking for a costume or it's just to run in a really cool 
themed skirt, she's your girl. So check it out at chasetheskirt.com. And she's great because she um, actually made our skirts for a Ragnar race out in, where were we? We're Adirondacks. Adirondacks. So if you've followed us for any period of time or gone back through our costumes, they were the really cute red bandana skirts, and, and I've worn those. And, and Tucson, right? Bandana goes yes. all the rage. I get a lot of co uh, comments. On They're that. very well made, high quality, good fit. Actually, they ran a little large, and she's fabulous. She'll work with you to design yeah. whatever you need. Perfect. So, so yes. These costumes were really great too because they were athletic gear. And which, they were made yes. to be sweated in. <laughs> right. Which was a nice little transition into the fact that I was in a Aurora's long blonde hair right. wig. And you know, hair is hot and it's not necessarily a good thing. Your own hair is hot, yes. a wig is worse, right? So last year we um, had done, it was really ironic this year that the theme of the race was the Little Mermaid. We were, we were a year ahead. We were a trendsetter. Yeah. So last year we were trying to figure out, I mean, we have a hard time with costumes for princess because we're not necessarily all princessy and we didn't want to do the standard issue, you know, top five princesses. So last year, instead of doing, we're all getting up into our, well, majority, Kylie's younger than us. <laughs> Let's not talk about age. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're a little bit older. We're not princess age, let's just say that. We're not princess age, and um, we did, last year we did Little Mermaid theme, but instead of doing Ariel, we did Ariel's sisters, her older, wiser sisters. Well, smarter, and we better had, looking. And we had these long mermaid wigs with these huge crowns, and then, you know, the mermaid leggings, the sparkle skirt, the tutu underneath the petticoat, and then these beautiful Oh, I love bling, ladies. These rhymes or, or sparkly bras. Sequin bras, yeah. Mm -hmm. Over, of course, a very nude... Uh, spanky. Spanky. That's right. Like, From Walmart. Yeah. You, don't wanna, you don't want to see some of this stuff. Yeah. yeah. So um, it was kind of funny that the, the race was Little Mermaid because I was like... Well, I don't want to wear that again. We got to think of something different. And it, and it was hot last mm -hmm. year. We it, was had very, it was hotter last year than it was this year. And we had full-length wigs. We had full-length leggings. We were covered. We had arm um, covers. We were literally head-to-toe covered in clothing, and we were very warm. So this was way easier this year. It yeah. was. So the, the wig this year, we had to be conscientious. I think um, your wig today was a ponytail, Kimberly. You had a short bob wig. Had you had a long on. ponytail off to the side, so you had a little bit of neck mm -hmm. air going on. Um, <laughs> and then there I'm was very more jealous. photo bomb back I'm very <laughs> jealous. Can you hear the jealousy in my voice? But um, I got to be Sleeping Beauty, so I got to sleep in today and mm -hmm. go from there and... Well, okay, so this Aurora wig, I had worn for Wine and Dine Half Marathon weekend, and I had, um, that was the weekend last year, which it was turned into a half of a half yeah, marathon. The magical but, evacuation. Right, and, but I was wearing that, re, uh, I'm sorry, I was wearing that wig, and then for Avengers, I also wore that wig for a half marathon as well. So I knew that that wig could be run in, but it would be a little bit on the warm side, and indeed it was. So if you are going to run in a wig because we got a lot of a lot of questions out on the course how is it to run in a right. wig and I think that um, <laughs> and then we giggle yeah. <laughs> because there's a lot that goes into running a wig you have to realize that that would be like wearing a winter hat and I say that because I live in Connecticut and the weather can get it was just last week negative 16 and we're coming down to Florida and it's I think in the 80s today it's beautiful it's beautiful today but the, the challenge is is when you get dressed in the morning it's chilly and then you start running and your body temperature goes up, but then the sun comes up and 
it gets hotter, right? So you have to kind of realize that while it may be comfortable at 3.30 in the morning, it may be hot when you have the last four or five miles of the race. And so when we talk about what do you need to do to run in a wig, a couple of the things that we say is try it out for a 5K first, right? Don't pick a long distance as the first time to try a wig. Um, some of the other things to take into consideration is if you have long hair or have hair that's fly away, wet your hair first. It can also help to keep you cool um, if you have wet hair. Um, also, invest in some wig caps. The good thing is wig well, caps are cheap. Very cheap. Yeah. And you can never have too many right. wig caps. Yeah. Because you lose them. <laughs> and, they, and they lose their shape. Yes. Yeah. And so there's a couple different kinds of wig caps to consider. There's mesh kinds that are open on both ends. And if you have a lot of hair or long hair, if you use one of those, you pull it over your head to your neck and then put it back up above your hair and you can stuff everything in. And then you can pull a full wig cap over. So those are great if you have a lot of hair or if you have issues in getting wig caps to stay to your head. The other thing to consider is most wigs are sizable. They have little elastic pieces in the back. Well, that depends. Let's talk about that. Okay, well, okay. First of all, it depends on how expensive your wig is. Now, if you look at our 5K photos from this uh, weekend, I was wearing a, I don't know, some... It was four ninety nine, yeah. <laughs> it was a four ninety nine wig, and some of the wigs, if they're cheaper, they do are not adjustable. They basically are one size fits all or fits most. So, um, but the nice thing about that wig, while not adjustable, it was very short, so it wasn't as heavy. It didn't have anything that was necessarily going to pull it backwards. On right. It. So you can go with a non adjustable wig if the hair on the wig is short. If you're going to go for an aerial wig that has long or a jasmine wig that has really long length it's going to pull your head back it's going to move as you run and it's going to go backwards and so some tips would be you need okay here are my tips for running in a wig first of all it needs to be tight <laughs> if you can Thanks. form a whole sentence <laughs> It is and not have, tight enough. And have a cognitive thought while you have your wig on, and it doesn't give you a migraine headache five minutes after putting it on, it will probably come off when you run because it, your forehead starts sweating. And, it and then it goes back. The way it feel your ears. Yes. Yeah. So, what I do is my um, wigs, uh, I pull down over my ears. Um, because that's the way it fits on my head. And I'm known for my perfectly shaped head. <laughs> However, it's not a really large head. So um, It also means she has no lumps to hook the wig on. <laughs> and I have, yeah, I have no hair as well. But um, So you need to have that wig tight, and it will make an indentation in your forehead. It will also probably... Well, hurt. Hard, I know. Yeah. My, head, my head is hurting right now. But, but, it also, but your wig didn't fall off. It did not. But it also, but here's the thing, here's another tip. Um, when you have your breakfast before you go to the bus, um, be it your uh, English muffin or your banana, you need to take an ibuprofen or a Tylenol. I would recommend a Tylenol because when you run, you want to take a Tylenol versus an ibuprofen because of liver issues. So um, I would recommend taking some extra strength Tylenol. Proactive. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm staying off property. So as Sleeping Beauty, I got to sleep in. So I didn't. Get, Our varsity sleeper. That's on the right. Team. I'm the varsity sleeper. So 
has that. I didn't get the full makeup experience this morning, so I had to do kind of makeup mock-up, and I did okay, but I did not We just come told out. you to be pretty. That's right. I didn't come <laughs> out with the whole glitter effect that was you guys today that was magnificent, and I had eyeshadow envy all day long. <laughs> oh, did you really? Of course I did. Yeah. So one of my main questions, and about four years ago, I found some amazing products called Glitter Therapy and Eye Candy with a K, and it is a loose pack glitter, and it comes with a liquid sugar or a gel mineral that will actually attach glitter to your eyelids, lips, or body. Um, it's it, still on, and the, oh and yeah. the race has been over for hours. <laughs> oh, yeah. This stuff doesn't come off real easily. It's fantastic. Um, it's one of my major questions that I get because I race in it almost every race. It's, it's so great, and it really makes your eyes pop. The other thing that is huge and this is something I learned the hard way is that you're paying a lot of money for races you're good you're getting up really early and you're taking pictures do you want to roll out of bed and look like you rolled out of bed I personally don't so yes I will run in makeup it's one of the major questions I've personally been asked many times like how do you do it uh number one you deal with a lot of stuff you deal with it because I want my eyes to pop. My major thing that I use is a gel liner, eyeliner, with a bent liner brush. When I was learning to do makeup very late in my life, a wonderful makeup artist said the one thing you needed was eyeliner for dummies, which is a bent liner brush and a screw kind of pod of gel liner. It's fantastic and nobody can screw it up. Kim used it for the first time this this week. Well, I haven't used gel liner for the first time. I used that brush for the right. first time. And I would use a normal MAC brush and I have both the gel liner in black and brown and I really love this brush. This brush made my life so much easier that I could apply this liner at three o'clock in the morning because when you're putting on now I I do not wear full makeup um, when I'm running any other race except run Disney but for run Disney because we are spending so much time and energy in these costumes I want to look camera ready so I will absolutely um, invest the time and energy in my makeup well and the eyelashes that you guys add to your eye makeup also oh, that was really that was Kylie that was all Kylie yeah. but you know what something that we know um, because I did competition dance and and you know I was a cheerleader and everything that you definitely if you want your eyes to pop you need some lashes and you need to learn how to put on fake lashes and there's an art to it and it takes a lot of time and you don't want to be doing that at three o'clock in the yeah. morning. So what I suggest... Because um, otherwise they end up on your eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and what I suggest, if you are going to do a big costume, like when we did the um, inside out costume and we were, I was painted green and I had, I spent $120 on just makeup alone. That makeup, I did three dress rehearsals before I even got to Disneyland. So I can do that makeup in well, my yeah, sleep. Well, yeah, you don't want to do it the first time no. at 2 in the morning, the right. morning before a race. Right, yeah. so that's just something to know. That's lashes, a tip. Lashes as well. There's multiple things that you can use. Uh, I personally love um, the human hair eyelashes. They're very, very good. They're very soft. They're very And easy. that's what we had, right? Those are what yes. you brought us. Awesome. Yes. They and, looked really good. And they're very, very effective, and they're very easy to learn on. Um, the other thing I would say is mascara. The other, ch the other tip, if you're not into lashes... 
invest in a great mascara, a long lengthening mascara. And that's what waterproof I mascara. That's what I it has today. to be waterproof. We've all talked about our favorite makeup brands. Mac's been a um, huge. A huge. Oh God. So between Mac and Urban Decay, I'm totally like hooked. You know, I think we talked about the the mascara being key. So for me, not I didn't do the the lashes today. So I did massive mascara for Mac. Love them. And love, it, it love, doesn't love them. sweat off. No. You have to literally like scrub it off afterwards. So but that's what you want when you're running because if you have an itch or you have to touch something on your face, you want to make sure that you don't smear it everywhere. And that's huge. So and then my I used the Urban Decay shadows today yep. because I was very. I we was, used some Urban Decay this morning too. Yep. So. so and also another thing that you want to know when you're putting on your makeup, um, I would use a primer for your eyelashes and I would use a, prim a foundation primer for your um, your face. And I love Smashbox. Smashbox is awesome. I don't know what's in it. It's probably like silicone. But it's it, not greasy. It's not greasy. It's very light. You can't it wear them all the time really because fast. it will give you zits. But it's wonderful for stage makeup. Um, I also love this thing called Fix Plus. Um, it's by Max and, and basically it sets your makeup. So if you're going to be running in it, it won't allow your makeup to shift all along your face. It's hairspray for your face. I actually, <laughs> I, I have both the MAC and the Urban Decay version of that, and I love them both. They yeah. are both amazing. Yeah, because you don't want to hairspray your face, but that essentially yeah, hairspray that's your an face. Old, yeah. That's an old pinup trick is, yeah. is hairspray. Actually, to hairspray your face, it, you do need to wash it off, but... It but the works. issue with hairspraying your face when you're doing a run is you start sweating and the hairspray can sting your eyes. Okay. <laughs> and speaking of hairspray, I we think would be remiss in saying that hairspray is a key element in wigs. Yeah. Right. And and I always buy, I have expensive hairspray and I have cheap hairspray. And not for nothing, Aquanet is definitely still the best hairspray possible. I like the cheap hairspray, the Schwab hairspray. It's, it's, for a wig, it's outstanding. I actually like mixing both cheap and expensive hairspray for regular hair. But anyway, you definitely need hairspray for a wig. And you don't spray the hairspray directly on the wig. You spray it into your hand, and then you smooth it over. So I think that is a lot of our, our huge tips that we get asked constantly. And um, it's just makeup is something, like Kim said, to definitely practice first. I mean, none of us ever decided, like, oh, I know, let's try a fake eyelashes for the first time. <laughs> On the race morning of a run Disney when it starts at 5.30. It's not a good idea. And it's, if you uh, have allergies, it may not be for you. Exactly. Yeah, go out and sweat in it to make sure that nothing itches and nothing makes you break out. It, that's huge. But, Kylie, you gave us um, some of that, um, what we purchased, and you made a recommendation for us to buy that awesome new um, mascara that you were telling us about. Uh, yes, it's a two-part mascara, and it's been out on the market about maybe a, year, a little more than a year, and it's two different steps so it's a fibers and a straight mascara and what it does it's a huge lengthener and I take a lot of photos on red carpets and my eye is right into the lens of the camera so I can't wear fakes a lot of the time when I go to these red carpet events so I have to, I had to find something that really worked and still looked good on on carpet and I found this lashed out mascara and it is fantastic it is a two-part step actually more, more or less a three-step it you start with the one layer then go with the fibers then go with the next layer again it's very simple i know uh, kim used it for the first time this weekend i love it. it oh and my it's god like it's amazing without having to glue a fake eyelash on you exactly yeah, yeah. So, and it's really hard to do um eyelashes i mean i've been doing it for a oh, while did i poke myself in the <laughs> eye we spent every race um stop today going are my eyelashes falling off 
Or my eyelashes. That's really right. Short. And I have to have to say that Duo came out with a brand new um, clear. Um, what is it? Adhesive. Because yeah. you can get Duo. I didn't know this. I always bought white. You can get Duo in uh, white, black, and now it is paint on clear, which is really great for me because my eyelashes sometimes I don't put them as far down as I need to, which they're supposed to be right down to your <laughs> lash line. Sometimes mine are a little bit high, so I might look a little weird, but that's that's why I have a problem. And Duo <laughs> is eyelash glue. Just yeah. in case you guys haven't seen it or haven't used it, it's an eyelash glue. Right. There's multitudes on the market. Duo is one of the best on the market. It is number one right now from what a makeup artist told me at a convention. Yeah. It's and the number one seller. And one of the things to understand is oftentimes when you buy eyelashes and you can get them really cheap, you can get them, you can get dollar eyelashes. At, at Target. Target. They're some Target. of my favorite. I love those. And they come with eyelash glue, but it's not very good. Right. And so if you invest a couple extra dollars in a tube of Duo, but it, you will be... Um, very, very happy because yes. it will stay on. And a tube of Duo, while a tiny tube, lasts forever. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Target, which is one of my favorite stores, they had a small thing of Duo and an applicator to put on your lashes and a pair of fake synthetic eyelashes for less than $5. Yeah, and that's and I think that is a great way to begin your... Because you don't have to... Um, you can reuse eyelashes. Okay. All you have to do is take off the glue. So you can use liquid um, I, remover. I've worn the exact same pair for all three races. Yeah. This weekend, and they still look good. If you're doing eyelashes and glitter, and this is something that I, I told Kim and Gail this weekend, is that you must put the eyelashes on first, then glitter. It's almost like an extra glue, it's also almost like an extra seal that's going to keep those babies on. So, <laughs> definitely know your steps. And if you have questions, you know, comment, ask us. We love, we love to answer questions, especially in our comment section, and our we love our readers. and um, listeners. So if you have questions on something like that, comment. Yeah, we're happy to help. Yeah, because mm -hmm. like I said, it took us a while to figure things out, so we're happy to make it can easier on you. Yeah, so um, we're going to do this in two parts. Um, we're going to talk about the race on our next podcast. Um, so this was a great introduction to uh, the Princess Half Marathon Weekend, the second race of the Glass Slipper Challenge. So for Photobomb Becca, California uh, California Kylie, and for Perfectly Goofy Gale, this is Kimberly Markey signing off.